0: So you like listening to the YMN podcast, but you're absolutely sick of trying to download it on iTunes or trying to listen to it on your web browser. And you must be thinking to yourself, there's got to be a better way. Well, there is. Not really new. We've kind of had it since episode 10. But I want to remind everyone, we're on Stitcher. It's amazingly free uh, app for any kind of mobile device you got and it's also got a really cool interface uh for online as well uh, stitcher.com it's a great service every time we upload a new podcast it's right there right away so get on it stitcher.com or download the app the stitcher app from any of your uh app device stores wherever you buy all your games or all of those fancy dancy uh, apps that you use on your phone or ipad or tablet or whatever you use go on there download stitcher as soon as you have as soon as you download it you got to log in with your email that's okay nothing wrong with that and then just search wyman podcast boom we're there click on the star to favorite us and we're there always with you we're streaming don't take up no gig space don't got to wait for itunes to uh, to load up stitcher's the way to go so definitely get on it stitcher.com and then search YMM Podcast. Check it out. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised.
1: Yeah, we just started watching The West Wing, and we're in season two of The West Wing. Mm. And the episode we watched tonight, Agent Coulson. Yeah, right there, <laughs> playing Craig FBI did, agent yeah. as Agent
2: Coulson.
1: No,
0: <laughs> he was in uh, him and uh, uh, what's Ellen or uh, Elaine? What's her name? Uh, Dreyfus, uh, Julie Louis, uh, Julia Louis yeah. Dreyfus. They were in a series together, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I remember. I just oh,
2: um, change the channel. Two of them were in bed together. Like not like. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was sleep, a short-lived just, like, ABC comedy. Yeah. Like I remember, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, forget what the show was called. It was recent. It was like last three years. My
0: Christ- Christine, Christine, yeah. new take on life or some shit. Yeah. Whatever that yeah. was. Oh,
2: I hate that shit. I actually, I watched. Um, I, I was channel surfing and I saw Two and a Half Men. Like I've never seen the show. Like the new one. And and yeah, yeah, with Ashton Kutcher. And I'm like, I never watched. It. Like I guess. Charlie's Charlie Sheen's daughter is a lesbian or something, and she's now like she. It's kind of like she's like a tomcat, but like the lesbian version of a tomcat. Mm. And I'm like these sh- these jokes are so fucking terrible. Mm. Like, like I'm. But there's an audience for it, just
0: it. Mint money. Same thing with Big Bang Theory. I don't watch it, but people, yeah. people that are fucking. Insane. I'm, a, I'm a bit
2: resentful about it too. But people, yeah, are, you have oh Big Bang Big Bang Theory. I'm like ah, it's like. It's like the McDonald's of nerdum, you know what I mean? It's just like anyone can eat it and it's probably not good for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what an analogy right there. The but McDonald's I have I, I do know
2: that it has gone people that aren't normally nerdy internerdy stuff because yes. a friend of mine was like you know I think I need to watch Battlestar Galactica they cu- they mentioned it a couple of times in uh, in Big Bang Theory and I'm yep. like Uh fine because <laughs> it's all the same guy Big Bang Theory
0: uh, uh, anger management non-anger management uh, uh, two and a half men yeah Lorne
1: Lauren- Dharma and Greg used to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Lorne's Lauren- name. Lorne. Lauren- I want to say Lorne. You're not thinking Me's Michael SNL. Jacobs, are you?
2: The no, guy who know. produced Boy Meets World. But it's and all the same. Those it's ones.
0: the one that uh, yeah. b- Charlie Sheen had the big issue with. because yeah. He's the producer of all these. Not things. Lorne Michaels, right? No, no, no. that's SNL. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this whoever this is got this guy is, and then Charlie Sheen's classic uh, going to Anger Management and his deal that if he made ten episodes, was it ten? Yeah, if he made ten episodes of Anger Management or got to ten episodes. Then they would make over a hundred, which would put him into syndication, hmm. and they did that. I think on episode like seventy-five or eighty now. Wow! So dudes laughing literally all the way to a bank. He told his boss to fuck off or whatever the hell the issue was, and now he's it, it worked. So yeah. all of us making fun of Charlie Sheen, the dude's making more money than than else. Yeah, he doesn't else. have to work.
2: But I mean, it's the same thing with like Chevy Chase. Like, I mean, I don't even know why that guy works anymore. Well, I guess he's not working right now because. Like, he pretty much... Like, I think older. he single-handedly ruined community. I mean... What?
0: He was... All, uh, dude, the Pierce character was insane. No, no, no. no but the politics no, the behind scenes. everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 But
2: that being said, apparently there's a documentary about Dan Harmon coming out and apparently uh, it doesn't paint him in... Is it uh, coming uh, out? Is it coming out? Yeah, yeah. He's gay? No, no, no. Like, oh. a documentary about to be released about Dan oh, Harmon. Oh, released? And the whole thing about community and apparently, like... Uh, he's a bit. He's a functional alcoholic, apparently. Like he's, mm. yeah. So you it, look at him. Man. And no. So all I'm getting at is it's. It wasn't entirely uh,
0: someone in Hollywood. With an
1: addiction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, unheard. Wow. of right? I'm
0: more interested in the Brian Singer fucking documentary because I want to find out. Yeah, there's a lot of shit behind uh, him he too. He dived right? as soon as all that shit was coming out, and noticed said you didn't see him hiding her hair. And yeah, well, movie What was out. he gonna do? Yeah. Well, come out and say not true, huh? Well, anyway. <laughs> Shall we start?
2: TEDx. <laughs> right. Speaking of scandals, let's talk about TEDx. What?
0: Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMN podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. We are graced with the presence of one of my favorite guests to to touch base on the podcast, and one that we probably always wanted to get around the dinner table without having an event lined up. And <laughs> that's still that's still coming. But we do. Let, let's just introduce himself, and then we'll uh, then we'll chit chat. So
1: the guy that's blushing over on this side after those kind words is yeah. Matt Ewens. Hey man, welcome back to the table. Thank
2: we're, you very much. We're doing like a retrocast because uh, Matt Ewens was one of our first guests. I right? think he was definitely yeah. up there. I well, was... one of your first guests because I I didn't yes, show up
0: you for never like a series with of him before. Snuffy is here. This is great. Yeah. Yes, yeah. This, this is this is a record-breaking we, show. Well, no,
2: not true because I was in in one with Matt later on, and like the like half of the episode was Matt making jokes about how I wasn't real. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do recall. Yeah, no, we, we yeah. did have a follow up, and you are like, you are yeah. like, oh, I can't believe you are actually. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> when I say, when I
0: say, I tried to research. I think I went back like one page, and it was only like literally ten episodes ago. And I am like, I can't find it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hard hitting, hard hitting
0: uh, journalism on the YMM. I, I give shit good, solid five yeah. ten minutes on Google, and then if I can't find it, then that's, yeah. it, that's
2: over. That's coming too, though, with the election and everything. Like uh, we're expected to hold to the high YMM podcast standards of hard hitting. Political
1: debate. journalism.
2: Yeah, exactly. Actually, the last
0: by-elections when you had your name in there wasn't that's it? right. Yep. That was yeah. the last time uh, Matt that was. Nunes, where I got to see your lovely face on the way to on the way to work. Those which are I'm, good signs. Which those I've those never were... seen. Did you else keep them? That
1: uh, for a while. Yeah, we were we were gonna run um, set home in the, the general last, in the general. Man, but I look we good. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: yeah, Every morning,
1: I, I did keep one. Um, it was it was on uh, northbound on Highway sixty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we'll going to
3: see around and worked um, there.
1: It was. It was just after like the um, Tiganova. Tiganova, right? It was just after there. Someone had pulled over to the side, gotten a sharpie, and drew like this <laughs> awesome goatee and these yeah. horns. Who's that so, guy? <laughs> exactly. So I kept that. Uh, that was awesome. Good yeah. job. Yeah. No, you <laughs> actually.
2: You, <laughs> I didn't think you'd take it. it down the side after the election. You're like, thanks a lot for. Me.
0: it was the, <laughs> I think it, it was during that by election they actually went out to the sites, and I don't think they went back since. I don't think I've ever seen. Him. Yeah, I,
1: we we went out to all the the major sites north End, south, and south. Wow, um, you know we did the full meal deal. Mm.
3: Yeah. Anyway,
0: well, yeah, you, we will let's we'll. I'm sure this will be a podcast of all kinds of things, but we'll talk about the main one first. Off is there's yeah. a there's an event coming up, and actually a very exciting event that's in its third year.
1: A TEDx format. No, America. second, right? Third. Well, this is our third event.
2: Okay. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, we did 2012 as our first one.
2: Oh, okay. Because yeah, uh, yeah, that's actually that that's a great lead in actually. So. Um, between so there's that
1: fact checking we talked about earlier no no folks. no <laughs> between the
2: last tedx to this one it's it's been a 2 year there was not almost, a tedx right? Right? between those th- so, so
1: so we were going to have one yeah. so there was 2012 2013 yeah we were going to have one last year in 2014 oh, yeah, but we yeah, had to we 14. had to push it back until yeah, right, right, early right. so yeah we didn't have one in 2014 unfortunately mm-hmm. oh, okay. so uh, i mean
2: what what were the factors of that led to the decision to hold it back a year
1: well we we have a big wheel That we use at the organizing committee and we just spin the wheel to make all of our decisions. Pick a date. Yeah. And it's Uh, pick a date. (laughs) No, so so we have internal benchmarks that we wanted to hit because we have a a high level of we have a high level of quality that we want. And there were one or two bits that I didn't feel were you know, we we might have been able to pull it off, um, but but, it but a month beforehand, we decided. You know what? Let's do this. We're going to do it right instead of doing it half ass. Yeah. Go all the way. It's yeah. funny
2: because uh, Todd and I uh, often debate this when we when we get involved in organizing events. Where where my my goal has always been like, what can we bring new this year? And and can we make it like quality, right? Or or uh, my my whole thing is like sustainability. So in other words, like what can we introduce that is sustainable? Not like this one shot blow or yeah. load. And ah, oh, we're about next year, or year after that. I'm like, okay, what can we put put into play now that can be brought can in do- for the next couple of yeah. years with ease, so that we can yep. uh, formulate a structure. Meanwhile, Todd's like every year, every year, you're like a month before the event. I have an idea. <laughs> It's gonna sound crazy, but ostriches. This
0: brain goes man i just can't I can't stop this thing right it's yeah, so now funny. that
2: we're, we're we're not just two guys anymore we're a justice league of sorts it's uh it, there's a lot more <laughs> My crazy so, ideas get uh, get suppressed <laughs> well it 's not even that it's just there's other ideas in the fold right yeah. and uh, we, we we've the political the political process or i'm sorry the democratic process prevails at that point right? right so yeah, no, i mean uh I totally can get behind the fact that like you want to do it right not just do it for the but sake of doing it. I think it was
0: missed. I'll definitely say that like a lot of people were really glad that it was still going, like you know what I mean, like when you guys released that photo, that it was coming back, like it was mm-hmm. still going to maintain. Oh, yeah. it was like for the last two, like 2012, 2013, like that. To me, it became a sign of a summer. You know what I mean? Like it was, it happened in June. It's just like oh, right on. Like so, that's why I'm really like kudos to, to the organization community for not letting it die. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I'm sure that wasn't the case behind the scenes. Yeah, but yeah. from a community perspective, from people that the outside well, working in, like that was a thought, and people were going. around Well, exactly because last over, year. I know, Matt, I I hope Because last year was a really
2: shaky year in regards to annual events. I mean, uh, the Interplay Mm. Society. uh, You know what I mean? So there was like a lot – even people were asking us – I mean, last year was – it was I, for us. Uh, it was the year that uh, the Interplay Film Festival became the Fort Marie International Film Festival, mm-hmm. and it was uh, well, for a lot. A lot of the questions that were brought to us during that time period was: "So, are you guys Interplay now? Is that what's going on?" And we were like, "We don't know. We're just going to do the film <laughs> festival." <so. laughs> if Interplay is Here, the, the film festival, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, uh, during the films, <laughs> no, and and I think like it was. Uh, it was something really needed in our, in our, uh, our community because oh. of the fact that like it's a forum for uh free form discussion right and and that's that's not something we have a lot of in this region i'm not speaking ill of any of the events that we have but like you know it's it's very much um a think tank for anyone of all ages. You don't have to be in a certain position of power or respect to be able to speak your mind i think uh for example uh the ball pit idea I thought that was a really brilliant idea <laughs> that area.
0: was excellent i like I still watch that video and and it's it's just it's i want to call it empowering I think that's the right word for it because like the amount it's it, just the idea itself it was absolutely brilliant. So kudos to... Well, we Canada. we can't take
1: credit for that. We stole that from Soul Pancake. So, Ray oh. Wilson and the Soul mm-hmm. Pancake Street Team. The street team for Soul Pancake is unbelievable. Some of the stuff that they do yeah. to engage citizens on the sidewalk or in public spaces is just amazing. Mm-hmm. But no, and so here's a question I have for you too. If you haven't been to a TEDx Fort McMurray and you're let's say you meet someone who doesn't know what TEDx Fort McMurray is, how do you explain it? And then I'll I'll kind of give you my my little bit but how, how do you how do you explain it you want to go first there oh uh, okay cool um well it's it's
2: interesting because when i ever whenever i've had the discussion because um i've, I've been ax- ac- actually asked about it a couple times like wow there's tedx and Fort Marie. how does that work right and it's like well i mean look at uh at, at first i direct people to youtube mm. i say okay well look at the ted talks right and they're like oh well is there a spin for the region is is it like you know oh forming like you you guys are is there no there's no agenda behind it and really what it's about is kind of presenting not just industry ideas right. but ideas for uh the community in general like how our community essentially the voice the voice of the citizens and and ideas to How can we how can we build the community and which direction we're going with it right and sometimes it's out like uh, like I mean, uh, TEDx is very broad in what you can speak about, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why I think it's important to have those themes. Uh, So, for example, um, uh, this year's is pioneering, right? Yeah, so I mean, uh, shift in thought—the one from before—I really like that idea because Mm -hmm. um, in recent years, actually, my um, I've. I've been having a lot of conversations in regards to – there's a lot of um, discussion about uh, work life and home life, right? right? And the only difference that there really is between your work life and your home life is how you think about it. Like regardless of any way you slice it, it's just your life, right? And some people – I think a lot of the times what happens – and this goes into uh, explaining uh, TEDx to other people. When they go to – when they think of Fort Murray, there's a real thought process of – Oh, Fort Murray is a place where you go, you make money, and then you you move on with your life, or you know, you, you it gives you the money to do what you want with your life. Right, and it's like, well, you anything in life, whatever you put in is what you get out of it, right? Absolutely. So, so that conversation, and I kind of I, I, I like to point people in the direction of of the to, uh, the TED talks that uh, the TEDx talks that would happen for the shift in thought uh, theme. It's basically about looking at looking at how you look at your community and how you look at yourself in that community right what 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 are you in terms of that piece are you are you an observer are you involved mm. right are you someone that's deterring or, or and I mean it in the most uh, definition of the dictionary like are you retarding what is happening in that in that uh, sure. community because you can be because uh, I mean like it or not I, I forget who, who said in the talk without us knowing, the shadow population that we uh, we often think, oh, man, they're such a nuisance, they are the biggest voice of, of the community because they're the ones that are here for a short time and then they go out yeah. and they become represented. They Even though they're not the intending to be, mm-hmm. they go out and they talk about the community. So it, 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 uh,
1: sending people directly to who, – who did that speech? So I think I think you're referring to Sheldon Jermaine's yeah. in the first year, which yeah. was um, – sharing our potential. That was our, our first year's
2: mm-hmm. theme. Okay. So, yeah. And, and so uh, directing people to that video specifically kind of, oh, wow, it's like really – Fort Memory isn't just about industry. They're aware of their impact not just in their region but in Canada as a whole, right? And really it's it, it, it's it's interesting. It sparks the discussion. In fact, the fact that I've been going on, like it's it's essentially – I'm, it's an engaging conversation in the sense that anyone I talk to about it, we're usually at it for about an hour, just talking about the mm. subject matter, and it just gets people thinking, right? right. So,
0: because if you asked him on the street and he gave you that answer, holy shit! Especially <laughs> on a day like today. Yeah. <laughs> um, me after after actually witnessing the last two TEDx, my uh, and I think we talked about it on podcasts before, where my. Uh, Definition of TEDx Has changed substantially To what I thought it was To what I've witnessed So what did you think it was? At the start? Yeah At the start I just thought It was like Oh it's it's a It's a it's a way for people to no. I guess because that's kind of what it is now. At the start, I had no clue. Like I'll tell you right now, where everyone, like when you guys made the original announcement, was uh, going back what in 2011. Like people, I, I had no clue what it is. Sure. But everyone's everyone's like, we're hitting the TEDx, and I'm like, well, who who is this guy? Like, is, what does he do? Like, what's TED? Right? And then finally, after watching some videos, I'm like, okay, I understand what TED is, and it took me another little while to figure out what TEDx meant. Right? So I didn't. I went into uh, TEDx 2012 not having a clue of. what what I was getting into or not having a clue of what I was going to witness. Uh, after seeing the last two of them, which were well-produced and well-excellent uh, uh, days of talks, it's a way for a person, if anyone was to ask me for definition, it's a way for a person to express a thought process. I don't think it's centered... like it's. It can be centered around community, and some talks have, and some and some excellent talks have been about that topic. Mm-hmm. But there's other talks that are completely... Got nothing to do with for McMurray that absolutely. are absolutely fucking engaging, that are right, like that keep you enthralled. So I wouldn't say it's just about for McMurray, it's about uh, a person sharing a, th- a, a different thought process uh, or a shift. Like Again, that's why the shift in thought was to me a very good, a very good, uh, a very good uh, what do you call them, tagline topics, themes, whatever you want to say. Because uh, each person brings an entire different message, an entire different uh, concepts, an entire different way. Uh, possibly even doing the same thing. Well, right? I picture
2: it as like um, you know how the the, the how uh, towns used to have like the the you know the town center where people would meet yep. and congregate and stuff. Like there's not enough of that. Well, a town square, right? Yeah. And and it's we've kind of lost that concept as we've urbanized over the years.
1: It's called Facebook.
2: Yeah, well, but it's Virtual, but so it sorry. it doesn't
1: serve the same. You know what I mean? Everything it's, goes Fort McMurray.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it kind of is. It's a digital, the most eyesly of the internet. Well, yeah, and you're not wrong, but it, it's. Oh well, really, no, I'm frequently on there. So, but it, it's essentially like it with without with that in mind, like the only time people really congregate is when there's these community events. But a lot of the time, it's behind there's an agenda behind it in regards to oh, it's Canada Day, so let's you know it's a fun event. Event or um, there's the Keanu Gala or stuff like that. Right. And I'm not and I'm not saying these are bad things, but there is a, a, a vision and purpose of where this is going. Where whereas these TEDx events are very much of like, well, this isn't so much about us pulling off an amazing event, which it will be regardless. It's more about you. Like let's get you thinking and let's strike up these conversations because that suddenly has empowered these citizens to become agents of change or right. agents of of essentially um uh striking these conversations in, right. in their own homes or even wherever they go, right? Yeah. yeah. So
1: so I, I get two things out of TEDx Fort McMurray. One is being able to allow individual presenters, speakers to have the talk of their life and you get to see this transition where They go through the audition process, they get selected, they get given a coach, and they work for months and months and months, and then all of a sudden they have their big day. And you see that transformation and you see how impactful it is to them. That's the one thing I get out of it. The second thing I get out of it is you can almost see and feel the electricity buzzing in the room and jumping from brain to brain in the room Mm -hmm. as they start thinking about, maybe looking at the world in a different way or thinking about an idea or talking about that idea out during the breaks and they could disagree with it. They could agree with it, whatever they want. But the, the fact that is that they're now engaging in that conversation and, um, it, it's just so powerful. I'll never forget Kevin Scopel's talk in 2012. I'll never forget his name. <laughs> no, you won't. No. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: it, it I but mean, that I, was uh, to me, like I saw it, like I know I know what you mean. And, and I know that it's, I'm just saying the best example I can think of that is off of his talk. Yeah. Cuz just the way he was presenting it and the way he I you can literally see I've never seen that before sparks going off in someone's head. I yeah. I saw it that day. Yeah. Right? It
2: is the difference between going to an event for oh there's going to be champagne, there's going to be food and I'll have to make a little bit of small talk. Yeah. Like TED TED uh these TED talks as well as TEDx, it asks more of you. And and not in a bad way. It's if you're coming You're, you're, you know, there's a good chance you're going to leave exhausted. From the level of attention and commitment, and I don't mean that as something to draw people away from it. It means you're going to get so much out of it, right? right. Yeah, there's a developmental portion to it. It's right?
1: a big day, like so. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I'm looking at it from an organizer's perspective, and you the, have the host right, for the you day, have the,
0: right? The best view because you've seen this thing from start to finish. Yeah, right? but
1: then I, you know, um, I've been to TEDx Calgary, I've been to TEDx Edmonton, and then as an attendee, you know, it's a different experience. But it's a long day. Like yeah. so for us doors open at it 7 7:30 yeah. this year, right? So February 21st, Suncore Energy Center for the Performing Arts, get your tickets at ticketsformacmurry.com. Mm-hmm. Um so the doors open at 7:30, curtains up at 8:30, right? And we're shooting for curtains down at 4:30. So it, it's a a, full it's day. a long it's a full day, right? Yeah. Um, four separate acts. You've got 13 live in-house presenters. Um, so you've got two half-hour breaks, then you got a 45-minute uh, lunch break. Um, but it's not a regular break when you're outside no. of the theater. It's it's not your typical walk-around. You're holding a, a paper plate and a cup in your hand and you're – I don't know what no, what it's you're definitely, doing, right? right? Yeah, like the way There's you had it last stuff year it for you guys to, to do. do. Yeah,
0: It was really cool.
1: Yeah. So and, can you give us a little
0: tease of what you got in store?
1: Well, so the ball pit last year made it – so our first year we had um the the tedx photo booth with the green screen Mm. so that's making a comeback um last year we introduced um project x Mm. which was put together by um ashley so that is our version of speaker's corner really so that's making a comeback Which was a really good video too it was was neat hey yeah it was um so so we're looking forward to that but that's coming back in a new incarnation Mm. um ball pits coming back so we're we're looking forward to that and you know, Tito, when you were talking about, you know, making things sustainable, things like that, you know, the ball pit is definitely one of those things where, yeah. you know, we introduce an idea. Does it work really well? Great. Now let's make sure that, you know, can we maintain it, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, but it's a really great way for… <laughs> we lost all the balls. Where <laughs> did the balls go? Well, that happened last year where it's like the ball delivery didn't come like… <laughs> I, I have not- I have never, never <laughs> felt so stressful about balls before, <laughs> and and they were. This is coming from a man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. They, you know, they were. Um, they got stuck at the border, and they arrived literally minutes before the doors right. opened. Wow! And you know, we had this empty ball pit. Yeah. And you're just like, oh what are we gonna anyway? So. imaginary balls. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah, but- yeah, I just pull
2: an emperor's new clothes. <laughs> Can't you see
3: them? <laughs> but it, it's Use your <laughs> imagination, Tedxers. Yeah.
0: And, but to me like it, it's like I'll never we we talked about it on past podcasts before, but I'll mention it again just cuz everyone's podcast could be their first podcast. The just like everyone's TEDx could be their very first TEDx. Like to me going into 2012 without not know like not having a clue no expectations, no n- just what is TEDx and you get to experience it for the first time. It was literally a life-changing day. A mind-changing day. Like it it, just, it gives no, you I mean you, I you, you, you're your you're right? pulling
2: you're, you're pulling your punches but why wouldn't it be life-changing? Because for the right person, I mean, I'll tell you one thing: um, it, it, it you have to be in the right mindset. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes um, it's it's kind of like Inception. Um, it, it, no, it, like I relate everything to movies, but a lot of what that movie is trying to explain is that it's not enough. You know how they say, "Well, don't think of an elephant. What do you think about an elephant?" Right? If you're in the right mindset, you're very um, you're either uh, accepting of ideas or reject them entirely. And right. I think these sort of events they prime you. To kind of be ready to be open to um, accepting
1: the the new information, right? absolutely. Yeah. So, so in speakers' corner last year, yeah. so we we put together clips of all the people that, that yeah. sat down in speakers' corner. So they're sitting in a booth and they're talking to the camera uh, for you know maybe a minute, two minutes. One of them um, was hung over and dragged to the event by their boss. Mm-hmm. And she was even talking about it <laughs> yeah. in, in her well, little hey, thing, right? 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 Like, yeah. oh, I didn't want to be here, but you know what? It's pretty cool. And, yeah, you know, yeah. she started kind of coming out a little bit and talking about how this was totally above her expectations. Mm-hmm. So, um, but if you come in with an open mind, yeah, um, you know, the sky's a limit. You can get more out it's of a, it. It's an awesome you get day. what you,
0: you can get what you uh, you can get what you put into it in a certain extent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm glad in that case, like Buddy that or whoever is the one that said it. It's yeah. just... They were kind of switched off and I was able to cap- captivate, right? Like, imagine going in
3: well, it's, it's, ready a- to be captivated. Well, you
2: talk about, like, uh, when, when you're, um, you often, when we talk about, you know, uh, Avengers 2 is about to come out this year, right? And and Todd, uh, unfortunately, because of our schedules, uh, this amount of stuff we're involved in, we're going to have to watch it in Fort Murray because it's right. just. Exactly. Well, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because for you, the experience. <laughs> yeah is part of seeing it in IMAX and being oh, around people that are like-minded, right? right? Same goes for these sort of events. It's one thing to have someone go up on a stage and just talk about it because you can do that if you if you so chose. Mm-hmm. You could just have the same speeches just happening in an yep. auditorium, not, none of this, none of the presentation. But to do that, to go to that extra step, to uh, uh, play these games or, or these engaging type of interactive activities, it really is part of that experience. And if you're just – and I mean I, I've, I've said it to the group before. Seeing the talks online was one thing, but after what I mean Ash and Steve, I mean Ashley especially, she was she was immersed in it. Mm-hmm. And she spoke so highly of it, man, there there's there's something there, there's something in the experience that I clearly missed out on,
1: right? right. So yeah. yeah. No, there there's a definite interact difference in interaction mm-hmm. when all you're doing is you've got a small thin pane of glass between you and the YouTube video versus Being there on the day, yeah. When you saw that person talk live, they had between you know three to eighteen minutes. They're standing there on their little red circle. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no notes in their hand. You and that that's it. It's just them, and it's it's right there, right then. Um, Yeah, it's a different moment for sure. Absolutely, yeah. What do we got in store uh, for this year? So speaking of life changing, there was someone that went to our 2013 event. They left mine totally blown and they put a picture of from TEDx Fort McMurray up on their cubicle. And every day they looked at it and they said, I'm going to be talking at the next one. And they came, they pitched to our selection committee and they're going to be talking. Who's that? I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) It's a surprise. So, but you know what? So we do have 13 presenters. Is it one of the 13 at least? Well, maybe, I guess. So.
0: Um, I'm gonna let you try some of these names because uh, I'm horrible. Oh, with come names. on, come on,
1: come on! Try, try the, try the first one on the list. Okay. I'm, I'm
0: his coach. Uh, are you? All right. So we got a brilliant person by the name of Theodore
1: uh, Grant Sharoff. Pretty close. Yeah. What is? Well it? done. No, it's oh. Theodore Grant Oh, hey, right. right? On. Yeah, he's a doctor. He's a, Theodore. Grant- yeah, he's a surgeon um, based out of Toronto, and. Um, I don't want to set you know unrealistic expectations on you guys, right? Mm-hmm. This is not the Phantom Menace. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: well, well used, well used. But it,
1: his his talk is going to blow your minds. Oh wow. yeah. yeah. It's it, you know what? Okay. So have you ever gone up to a parent on a podcast if they are on your show and they've mm-hmm. got like six kids and you say which one do you love the most? Yeah. Right. He no. has the answer. <laughs> I picked. I I For love Using this formula. <laughs> Wheel of kids. Yeah. Um no, but I mean so we have thirteen presenters, you know, I'm desperately looking forward to all of them. Man, does uh Doctor we call him Doctor Ted. Mm. Uh does Doctor Ted's talk ever um kind of um Get to some of my core pieces, but um you mentioned that the talks are between three and eighteen minutes. Yeah, roughly. I mean, yeah. th- there is a ceiling of eighteen. Yeah, I was going to say you it, do not go over eighteen.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, did um, d- do you have any talks that are like like three minutes long?
3: Yeah, we have can. six minutes left. No, yeah, you uh, say we as
2: man one. that would be like. I mean, t- if if someone has a three minute window and they Absolutely. can get an idea of in that fast. I'd be impressed. I'd be Look like, up wow! Holy shit.
0: video. And I know the one that you shared with, at one of the events with the iPhones. That was only like yeah. three yeah, minutes. It kind four of a magic, magic like show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah.
1: cool. So, but the, but the the problem is, how do you take an idea that may be complicated or complex mm-hmm. and distill it down into even under eighteen minutes is yeah. tough. But then, how do you distill it down even more to the bones, the real mm-hmm. bones of it, yeah. right? That Keep that still across. allow you to be impactful mm-hmm. and really kind of. You burrow in and lay an egg in someone's brain, yeah. but in a nice way, right? I think yeah. we talked about it on
0: one of the on the previous TEDx uh, pods. That like you don't want it like in the world of TED, anyone can relay their message within 18 minutes. It's, it's the ones that actually are able to captivate an audience within. I think you. I, I'm not. I'm going to try to quote you. I think you said with under seven minutes. Well, there's a psychology the, to are it. Are the too. ones that are really interesting, right? Yeah, and like- it's true. The shorter you get. Of these TED talks and even these TEDx talks, like are ultimately ones that are probably the most interesting as well, right? Not to discredit anyone else, but
2: no, no, there's definitely a psychology to to these to the presentation, right? And I'm sure that the 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 presentations that stand out are those that invoke an emotional response early on, right? So something that you know, it's uh, what do they call it? Um, They call it in journalism the um, it's kind of uh, the headline. Mm. It's like baby's dead, and you're just like holy shit, right? And then you start reading, right? And that's how they kind of baby was the name your, of a yeah.
0: hundred and five year old dog, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> no,
2: well, well, something like that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and and uh, th- there's there's something it's the Hulk, in hook, right? Yeah, yeah, and there's something in speech too that can invoke that, like you without even knowing it, Todd on on Twitter and Facebook you become a bit of a wordsmith in regards to invoking emotional response from people because you sometimes do these status updates where it like we've had this discussion on a previous podcast where I'm like what the fuck is he thinking? And I'm about <laughs> to post, and I'm like, no, I'm being baited. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not going into this conversation because I yeah. know how he works. So. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> whatever invokes a response, man. Whatever, yeah. whatever And yeah, gets you, a dialogue and the going. Proof is in no the matter pudding, how like, negative that dialogue some, can be. Sometimes
2: you, sometimes you post stuff, and it's like a hundred comments. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. The I know you mentioned uh, one thing, Maddie, that I want you to kind of elaborate on. Uh, Doctor Ted. Yeah. Based out of Toronto. Yeah, not based out of Fort Mac. Nope. What's up
1: there? So let me see here. I think we got six six people coming in from outside of Fort McMurray um, solely for this. Solely for this. Interesting. Yeah, we are. We're bringing um, someone in from uh, Victoria. Um, I think Kamloops, Vancouver, Toronto. And these um, guys
0: auditioned. Just they knew about the event. You, and They just wanted to give it a shot.
1: Yeah. They're so young. so for those that that don't know. Um, I mean, TED, they, the actual TED mothership, they, they give rules out to people that want to put together a TEDx. And then outside of that, fill your boots, make up your own, right? Um, some TEDx organizations, they go out and they handpick people and they say, Todd, you're going to be talking, but no swearing, right? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. So that's why you're never picked. And um, I think we went through my uh, – we You, know, you my, should do
0: a Ted, I, TED Talks on the power of language actually. Well, I did, I, you know this. I tried out in the first – I think it was the first year? Yeah, this? but yeah, yours yeah. like,
2: I love Fort Mac. Woo!
3: <laughs> and then he dropped the mic and That, lot that was pretty much my addition, I'm, I'm, I
2: I'm, I'm giving you a seed right now. You should, you should definitely try it next time. Try to pitch something in regards to the power of language because I think there's something there. It's definitely gonna be a three minute, uh, uh, three minute talk. Funny. But it is. I mean, it, it, like you just said, yeah. like why swearing and what is the power in a swear and how does it convey a message or not convey a message depending on who you are, your audience is.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, TEDx uh, 2016.
2: <laughs> so, so copyright so Toddski. It's my <laughs> idea. I'll
0: just be <laughs> editing
1: it out and putting my voice on. It. Yeah. So, so some TEDx just hiding behind <laughs> a bush <laughs> oh. the Mm. Um, so some TEDx organizations, they go out and they handpick. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've always been from the very beginning, and you know we, we just decided, you know let's do this. We audition people. Mm-hmm. So we have an open roll call, basically. People can apply online, and then they go for it. This year, so I, I was off work for like three months or so, and during that time, I would see things in the news or on the radio, and then I would write down their name and their contact information. Wow. And then I went out and I contacted about 30 people saying, you know are what? You are you interested? If you oh, are, that's so, okay. apply here, but you have to apply, apply. Yeah. right? So all these people that uh, were bringing in from outside, they had to apply. Mm-hmm. And um, they go through this audition process very much like American um, Idol. It is, yeah. Uh, it really is. Yeah. And, um and then the clock there, if I still remember correctly, yeah. and and then the, then we select them right yeah. based on you know multiple different criteria. But actually, if you're a famous kind of local person, it, it kind of works against you. Mm-hmm. We have a bit. I of remember a score. that being,
3: I
0: remember that being explained to me. Yeah. yeah,
1: because you know we we don't want you know star power or anything like, yeah, else to overpower, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's part of.
2: Yeah, that's why he's too big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Literally, size. The, the, um, we can't give it no, but I mean,
2: there's that whole element about um, uh, Ted has been very clear about like they don't. If say, for example, if if uh, what's his name, Bill, uh, not Bill it's, Gates, not Bill. Ga- yeah, well, let's use Bill Gates. If Bill Gates were to do a talk, it can't be about Microsoft
1: because there can't did. be. It it can be about a product mm-hmm. that they might be distributing, but it, right. they can't make it a pitch. Exactly. No, so they can't it, be selling their wares or, or it's a working behind So, so in other words, it's it, like um,
2: there can't be, for example, let's use Suncor, Syncruder, CNRL as an example. Like you can't have one of the CEOs or one of the the VPs kind of talking about like this is how much money we saved and why you should invest in our stock, right? No, so, yeah. but
1: it could be, you know what, Here's a, here's a really great piece of tailings – um reclamation technology yeah, and which, how it works, which and we've the, now allowed all of the other organizations yeah. in the region to use. Exactly. And look, this is how it's being used over in um, uh, the Sudan mm-hmm. to help with, you know, irrigation and Precisely. flood issues. Right?
0: Yeah. 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 Right? No, exactly. So no, it's interesting just I noticed that it, this uh, I guess this year more so than the last couple of years, there's been a, a out of a t out of town kind
1: of a, a, so, a component yeah. to it. So so I like having a balance between some amazing stories that we have here. And then also bringing folks in from the outside for, mm. for two reasons. One, it's a large world.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's right? nothing wrong with <laughs> new blood. So,
1: so we approached uh, folks in the States and we also approached folks in Canada. Um, but two, they come here mm-hmm. and okay. they get to experience Fort McMurray through the eyes of TEDx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're working with one of our, um, our amazing um, sponsors to provide an actual tour of the oil sands. for all these folks so now you have someone who has you know potentially very influential from where they are um coming out here hopefully having a very positive experience Mm -hmm. um getting to see talk to individuals that you know they would never have done so sort of in their normal lives and they get to go back and they get to share those stories i mean you know tito you were talking about the power of you know, this shadow workforce, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, they can be our ambassadors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for here. So not only do they get to bring in some amazing stories, technology, ways of looking at the world, they get to take how they have perceived Fort McMurray back to their homes as well. So, yep. I mean, to to me, it's a win-win. One, you get some great stories, and two, hopefully some really great ambassadors.
2: Yeah, and one of the things that the region truly suffers from is that uh, they've i mean Teresa Wells I think Teresa Wells coined the phrase drive by journalism right yeah, yeah. and very much yeah uh, the stories are often written before people even, even arrive so this is a really uh, like when someone when someone says i didn't i don't know i didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. is a really great start of a conversation there, yeah. right because okay well what did you think good or bad i mean it's, yeah. it, it gives you something to think on right <clears throat> it's like okay this is, this is where we are. It's a benchmark, right?
1: So, so last year, the last minute, some visiting mayors, I think, from other parts of Alberta showed up. And they're actually in the ball pit video. And they were just blown away by Fort McMurray compared yeah. to what they've been hearing and seeing about on the news.
0: Perception. And,
1: yeah, they even talk about it in the video. And it was, they were just in town as dignitaries, you know. And mm-hmm. then uh, I think Jeanette Bankar is one of our organizers. She invited them. And they just had an amazing day.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things about Fort McMurray is that um, it's – well, we've had this discussion. We had it at the 100th podcast is we're we're still technically not labeled as a city. We're still labeled no. as an urban service area. Yeah. But what a lot of people – I mean one of the misconceptions is that, yes, it, the, the town was founded and grown on industry. But without us – without a lot of us realizing and some of us, of course, realizing a community built was formed, right? This stuff happens – whether you want it to or not, it's it's like uh, it's like moss growing on a rock, right? Like mm-hmm. over time, it's going to happen, yeah, right? Yeah. And so now that it's it's happening, it's kind of well, what what do we want that voice to be? Where you where? What direction are we going to take it, right? So yeah. it's interesting because we live in interesting times right now because it's. Um, <coughs> A lot of um, with the with the drop in oil prices and such, there's been a lot of talk about well, is, is this the end of Fort Murray? Is this you know is is, it, but you know it, these rise and falls happen, and I mean there have been happening. There, there is the there is the lesson from uh, what is it, Uranium City? Yep. I, I was yeah. sure. I
0: thought you were going another way. We keep you, going. Yeah. I'll, I'll take my no, spin. but
2: there is the, the the lesson Uranium City. But like if you look back on it, uh, Uranium City. It did lack that infrastructure and community, right? And Fort Murray does have a bit of a leg up in that respect. There's a lot of investment in the city itself, not just its industry. So I thought you were going to go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, take a look at, um, I'm forgetting uh, the the name of the presenter from our last year, but um, he compared Fort McMurray to Detroit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Detroit has infrastructure, it had, Mm -hmm. you know, communities. Yeah, Kevin Uh, um, McNiff. Yeah, yeah but anyway. and um, yeah. So, but was it sustainable without the industry? No. Yeah, right. And and you know there there's just some amazing. One of my favorite shows is um, uh, No Borders with Anthony Bourdain. Is that is that the right title? I don't know if it is. But there's this one episode where he goes and and he goes to Detroit. There's a movie right?
2: uh, called uh, Last Two Lovers Left Alive came out last year. Uh, starred uh, Tilda Swinton and, and Tom Hiddleston. They're vampires in it and it's, it's Tilda re- is
1: a vampire really
2: yeah <laughs> and, and uh, the, the movie is very hipster like they're hipster <laughs> vampires essentially so they're
1: you, like, I think I remember Eli Glasner talking it's, about it's a really
2: good movie but um, they, they do this really cool commentary like you know how how um, vampires uh, live in crypts and all that yeah. stuff right he lives in Detroit because it is a graveyard, sure. and, and he's like he, they, they're looking at it's like this is no because he lives in an abandoned house. No one questions it because that is Detroit now, right? Mm-hmm. It is it is a living graveyard. For and, and really, if you go, if you uh, uh, like, I mean, if you hear the stories, I mean, it's this, and there's still people that live there, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's barely
0: hanging on. I thought you were going to go another way when you when you were talking about the rise and fall of the oil price. I thought you were going to go. It's like what uh, Battlestar Galactica taught us. It all happened before, and it will all happen again, which it yeah. will. Right, we're going to go back up. I'll tell you now, we are going to go back up. Anyone that says oh the oil prices will never rise, they will. They have to at one point. It's got. It's an infinite. Or it's it's not an infinite resource. It's eventually going to be
2: a hot commodity. Yeah, but you very... shouldn't. You shouldn't count on these things either, right? And no. that's that's what you have to be careful. Of, right? There's a heavy medium yeah. for everything. A lot of people bank on. Oh well, I can make it two years. I can make it three years. Well, well, think about. Th- and again, this is this is really great. Like discussion for stuff like TEDx because of the fact that think about your life. What is fit and ease in your life? Um, it, and I mean, I'm not I'm not dissuading people from living in Fort McMurray, but think about like, are you happy where you are, right? right. And and this is and now with the climate being what it is, this question has become. Uh, has come to the forefront. A lot of people are asking themselves, "Why am I still here?" Right? Right. And and I mean, I can I can easily answer. It's like, well, this is this is my home.
1: Yeah. Those people right. that are leaving town, I will tell you, yeah, I know. <laughs> total dirt. No, no, here. and and,
2: I, and it's
0: not. No, it, come in. It, they use it. They yeah. fucking create these amazing organ. The fucking no, no, no. And I'm not. Uh, uh, How fucking
2: dare they? That's that's exa- <laughs> that's not what I mean. But what uh, what I'm getting at is just the fact that um, it, it's really a, a, a good question because there's whether you like being at home or you like traveling or you want to move somewhere that that you know somewhere where you're more happy it's really the action in that 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 is empowering and there's no wrong answer to it but the the worst answer is to just sit where you are and wait for something to happen to you sure absolutely and i think going back to tedx this is the type of event that really shakes you out of that in like you just sitting there waiting for something to happen to you and you really taking action and control of your destiny in your own life, right? Whether you decide to stay where you are, move somewhere else, take on a new career, stay in the career you're in, at least be active that you made that choice, right? Because there's no wrong answer because life has no – like in in the long terms of things, there is no right or wrong. There's Mm -hmm. just the consequences of what you do, right? Mm So –
0: Let's keep so that was the first presenter yeah. <laughs> on the list. <laughs> so,
1: okay, so I'm going to go quickly through this list, and right. we'll, we'll talk about, um, so one of the other people that are coming in is, um, his rapper name is Abdominal, or Abs, mm. um, but it's actually Andy Bernstein. Okay. He and his mom are actually coming in. Um, is his mom part of the talk? Perhaps. Nice. Um, then you've also got Jay Barnard. He is an executive chef down at um, Keanu College. Okay, So a cool. uh, local person. Um, we have also have uh, Caitlin Armstrong. Now, she's um, she's uh, here in town, and she's um, she's a yoga instructor. And um, she's going to be talking about uh, the community that we have here. Carl Swaney. This is one of the ones that totally blew me away. So Carl's coming in from Victoria.
3: hmm
1: But he has – he's developed this this software that basically using Google Maps allows you to draw with a tool a geofence around an area, right? And then everything inside your drawing in this fence, Mm. it pops up any of the open social media feeds.
3: Oh, okay. So
1: you can draw – this is what caught me because it was in a a Vancouver Sun article. You can draw a picture, a a geofence around one of the sites and look at all of the images – all of the tweets, all of the Facebook status posts, all of the you name that it are public, right? that are public, right? <laughs> public. See, people are going to get fired. And center. and you see one person posting a picture of this big bag of weed, yeah. and then two minutes later they're posting a picture from their piece of equipment that they're operating.
2: Damn.
1: See, people are fucking dumb. And
2: no, it's funny because people are like, oh, that's Invasion of Privacy. You fucking put it out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> like, well,
0: I'll never, I think it, it was the Vancouver police tweeted it best because I'll never forget this one they did where some guy was like uh, doing a full day uh, and definitely need a couple spliffs to, to get through this full shift. And meet me at the Lubex at, and he gave the address. And literally the Vancouver police tweeted them. They're like, we'll be right over. And then, oh, I guess a bunch it's like of, sweet, <laughs> I guess a bunch of people were just like, "Oh you can't do this or buddy ended up getting fired or something there and, sure. everyone, and everyone was just like, you can't do that, you can 't fire someone." Posting something on social media is the equivalent of yelling out your front door. Yeah. Does anyone have drugs? <laughs> now, to me, I have no idea how people can actually try to put the privacy agreement on that when that's what you're trying to do.
2: What always gets me is those posts of like.
0: So good on not Carl for developing this because I'm so interested. W-
1: but but it's, so it's, it's a bunch of different things, right? So he. Oh, I'm sure that, yeah. You know, like uh, one of the other things that was in the article that caught me on him was um, pictures and tweets and everything from. Um, like a twelve or thirteen year old girl that was babysitting. And he knew he could figure out between three separate houses where she was tweeting from. And then using Google Maps, looking at seeing, well there's these three homes here, there's this house here that has all the toys in the front yard. So most likely that's the house. Yeah. So it's just showing that the difference between when we have these phones in our hands and we're broadcasting what we mm-hmm. think are unique individual static elements. Yep. Mm. But then the power of big data um, and just looking Allowed. at it from a different perspective, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing what mm. people can tell about us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I mean, uh, so I'm really looking forward to yeah, this yeah, talk. Yeah, you well, you it, it's it's just
2: the next step to what you see on already on your Facebook feed of all these adverts that are targeted to you specifically. Sure. It's so interesting how – Kubrick, uh, Stanley Kubrick saw this coming. Yeah. He, uh, he wrote Minority Report. Well, no, no, he did. He adapted. It's a book yeah. that was adapted, right? But uh, Minority Report was in development for years. In fact, um, it was originally written as a sequel to Total Recall. Mm-hmm. The uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character was supposed to return to Earth and all this stuff and work as security for the precog facility mm-hmm. and stuff. But anyway, what I'm getting at is um, there's that whole scene where he's on the run, but he's got the retina. The retina scan, and yeah. as soon as he's walking into the mall, all this
1: advertising just targeted straight to him. Absolutely. Hey, we know
2: what size you are. We know you know, yeah. da, da, come no, on stuff. into the gap. We know what
1: you this like. exists yeah. already. Absolutely, yeah. And and it one of our one of our other <clears throat> presenters that's going to be talking. She she's going to be talking that specifically about that with like a newborn moms mm-hmm. and how you know a week before the the planned birth um, breast or. Um, uh, formula shows up at their front door. Yeah. Right. And these packages start showing up. Mm. I mean, even um, on um, Terry O'Reilly with the Age of Persuasion or yeah. Under the Influence mm-hmm. podcasts, you know, he's talking about the fact that, um, you know, all of a sudden flyers are being delivered to, to homes yeah. that are all about diapers, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they're knowing sometimes when someone is pregnant before they do. Mm-hmm. Like it's just unbelievable the the data that is out there and how it can be interpreted. Yeah, and and even uh, and how it can be we extrapolated. That's we're, where
2: I like the, I use that term. Right? Well, it's already happening with uh, with uh, podcasts as well. Um, you know how you normally do the tags for yep. what the subject matter, right? Apparently Which now got us blacklisted at the city. No, apparently. <laughs> but but what's happening now? Apparently, is there is now uh, Siri. Uh, the technology behind Siri is also being used to can be di- used to digitally analyze audio from a Uh, podcast to find keywords so it's for your convenience because you no longer have to add the the tags Mm -hmm. but now
1: tags will always be fuck yeah and all Sweet. That. So Siri's <laughs> actually listening to the show. No, no, but, we
2: finally got another listener. But, but the idea is it's 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 using that information to make your life easier, but it's also using that information to target your podcast at people that are interested in those things. Wow, sure. we are so close to Skynet. It's like funny. We're there. I think a lot of people are just in denial about it. We, we picture it as this computer that's controlling everything, and it's got a, 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 a personality of itself, sure. right? It's not that exactly, but it very much exists. It's we can personify it if we so wish. We
0: need no personality. (laughs) Click on Siri and ask her a fucking question. She will respond back with an answer. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, but what I'm getting at is we thought of it as consciousness, but there's something. It's a hive mind more than that
3: than anything, right? It it
1: may not all be connected yet, Mm -hmm. but it's just going to take a little while before all those you know different areas are connected and it's all in theory under one. Yeah. Um, You know, which is why you're seeing people like um, Bill Gates. Um, Elon Musk, um, Stephen Hawking, all coming out right now, you know, saying mm, better be careful when you unleash the the demon from the bottle. When it comes to artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. we really need to start thinking about this right now. Yeah,
2: you've spoken. Uh, sorry, there there was that whole thing about. Um, uh, have you guys ever, you guys have heard of the singularity? Right, yep. mm-hmm. the idea is where AI and human mind kind of reach that plateau where yep. they're on par, and they're saying it's not going to be so much uh, computers getting to the point of human thinking. It's going to be us actually meeting it halfway in regards to the way we process information is going to be closer to how a computer thinks. And we're already doing it. Uh, people remember less because we're so dependent on our devices now. Sure. And, I mean, even, like, in, in in the English lexicon, we even say hashtag now as kind of like a way of being sarcastic or a, an in-joke, which is totally something that
1: exists solely on the
2: Internet, right? So
1: Yeah, but, I mean, that's just – I also look at that as sort of evolution of language, right? Mm-hmm. So – it's not a static thing. It's always going to be changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the next phrase, like what, like Wookiee. What's was with Bay? Oh my what fucking
0: is that? god! Don't, don't even start with the, the Bay or the thirsty or the fucking like those two things can immediately take me out of a conversation.
1: All right, All right let, okay, let, let, let's hold on. No, on. we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to rant about this <laughs> after.
0: But fuck my
1: god! Jay, next yeah. speaker, okay, um, Kieran, another local. Yeah, Kieran Malik Khan. So. Um, she, uh, is, uh, she's working at the Fort McMurray United Way, mm-hmm. um, and also one of the, the folks behind, uh, World Hijab Day, which just happened earlier on this month. Um, so she's going to be talking, um, Rahim Sajjan, he's coming up from Calgary to talk. Now Rahim actually is, um, the chair and curator of TEDx Calgary. But oh. it's great because it shows that our our audition system works. Mm-hmm. He applied and no one knew who he was, and he made it through. So it wasn't anything it was only to after do after the fact. Absolutely, that he learned that it was oh, only shit. I was. Gonna, I had to give him a call, and I'm friends with Rahim. We've we've known each other. I had him on Facebook, all this kind of thing. And it wasn't until I actually called him that I'm like, "You put you're, you're you're that Rahim." <laughs> so it was it was quite embarrassing. Wow. Um, Sarah Rollins so she's I'm going to classify her as local, um, so uh, Sarah was actually the one that um, attended uh, TEDx Fort McMurray the last time, and she was the one that said, "You know what? I want to do this.": Awesome. Uh, Tim Moen.: Oh, classic so, Tim. everyone. So knows lo- Tim. local Tim. Yeah. Um, right? So uh, another local speaker. He's going to be talking about anarchy.. Ex- um, uh, excellent. Which will be fantastic. Uh, Vilia Tosio, another um, local. Presenter, I know her, um, and uh, then uh, Marty Getty. Um, she's uh, she's going to be coming into town. Uh, I think from the West Coast, uh, and then man, I am really excited for the the last um, speaker on our page here, Tom Morimoto. So Tom Morimoto wow. grew up in Fort McMurray. He's ninety six years old. Wow! I have a picture of him skydiving last year. Wow! With this huge grin on his face, um, he he knows. Uh, he knows everything. Um, he was there, I believe, at D Day. Um, I think one of his childhood acquaintances was actually shot down by the Red Baron in World War One. Um, like, there's just some crazy stuff, and uh, we're extremely grateful and lucky that Tom's going to be here. Wow. Um, the the biggest issue we've had with Tom so far is that um, so he's in Kamloops, mm-hmm. and he thought that uh, he was never going to have to suffer another Fort McMurray winter again. So And now you're coming, uh, he's coming, now he's coming the back in of February. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to do our best uh, to make sure. What's his topic on if I may ask? Uh, He He's going to be looking at Fort McMurray from a historical perspective. Excellent. And sort of that pioneering aspect mm-hmm. um, that made Fort McMurray what it is today. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, really to that.
2: That's a really exciting lineup. It really is. <laughs> i just picturing Gabo, all the kids in Fort McMurray
1: are little SOPs. <laughs> 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 yeah. so, so those are the actual live presenters. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we're actually going to be showing TED talks in between as well. That's really so. cool.
0: Uh, to this day, like uh, whenever I get asked, "What's your favorite TED talk?" Like, I got a quote. I, I can't remember his name now, of course, but it's the firefighter. Uh, it's the firefighter, and yep. you, you showed it on the fir- You showed it on the, in the 2012 one, uh, and I, I guess I can't stop talking about that particular event because that one was such impactful to me. But like that, I a still watch A pair of shoes. Uh, I still yeah, I still watch that daily, hmm. uh, like almost daily, maybe weekly. Um, and what's fun. his name?
1: Mark something. <laughs> It's Mark, isn't it? I might be. Yeah, you don't know (laughs) yourself. I've I've watched it a couple times. I don't claim to watch it daily. Well, almost daily. Well, maybe weekly.
0: The uh, but no, like the the stuff that you uh, like, even outside of these talks, it's still very much uh, an environment that you step into as soon as you walk into those doors at the uh, SEC right?
1: I I, I don't know. So you know, I I asked you guys earlier, how do you explain what TEDx or mcmurray is? I mean, usually my first question is, do you know what Ted videos are? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of go into, you know what? It's, it's, it's an awesome day. If I say conference, you're going to get the wrong idea. Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost like you have every speaker is a keynote speaker Mm -hmm. and it's interspersed with these really great videos. We have some fun things ready for you. We've got some great things out in the hallway for you to interact with and enjoy experience. And then we even have a picnic lunch. When was the last time you had a picnic lunch in February? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. <laughs> everyone's gonna be
0: outside and it's gonna be freezing cold. No, everyone's gonna be
1: inside having a great time.
0: <laughs> no, the 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 last two you done was absolutely amazing and I'm sure this one's is, uh, is definitely nothing short of it. Like uh, thirteen is the most you've we've
1: had you've had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're we're
1: really pushing it this year.
0: Yeah. All that
1: fitting within a day. That's pretty yep. good. Yep. I'm 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 having the agenda finalized tomorrow. <laughs> mm. But it's it's it has been a bit of a challenge, but it's been, it's totally going to be worth it.
0: Yeah. What is the challenges behind chairing something like this? You are the chair of the committee, right? <clears throat> yeah, this, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff. I mean, you guys are you guys organize events. You know what this is all about. Um, but so, you know, one of the the new things that we put in this year is that I really wanted us to look at sustainability, like the actual sustainability. So, what's the carbon footprint? You know, what, where can we lessen our impact? You know, if can we make one-time purchases rather than purchase things every year, that kind of a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we brought, um, someone who, who's an engineer and he's a sustainability engineer and he's joined our team. So, so he's kind of taking a look at that. We're in the very early stages. Mm -hmm. I definitely want this to be a little more robust down the road, but I mean, we have our sponsorship side, we have our volunteer side, we got a lot of volunteers Like on the day of. We actually
0: spoke to a few of them last year on the podcast, or the year before, or 2013, last event on the podcast, and it was actually interesting to get their perspective.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then, so um, we have everything that happens inside the theater, which Ted controls. Mm. So any content that is recorded inside the theater, Ted owns it, and they have the rules around it. Outside, we have a little more control. So we have someone that's in charge of everything that happens out in the hallway, um, whether it's the ball pit, you know, speaker's corner, lunch, Mm -hmm. catering, that kind of stuff. Um, then you're looking at um you know marketing then you're looking at um speaker selection is huge yeah, there's yeah. a lot of work that goes into that up front yeah. um on top of that there's a volunteer for each speaker that we have. We have a coach that is assigned to these folks right own
0: Steve Reeve I believe is coaching someone
1: mm-hmm. yeah he is <laughs> yeah <laughs> right out of out of that list who do you guess Steve is coaching
0: uh I think off the top of my head i abs I think you're right. <laughs> Look at that on the abdominal.
2: Balcony. That's a cool name. Yeah.
0: Now, are, how are the how is uh, a coach paired with a speaker? Right. Uh, so by uh, credentials or is it just kind of random?
1: It, it, we we really do try and put the best people possible together. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, there's limitations with that, right? And sometimes we don't get it quite right. Mm-hmm. You know, just like any sort of relationship like this, sometimes it really works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, we do put some thought into it. Um, we don't just randomly pull it's, it's volunteers Trying together. to match up with the yeah. best person. And you know what? Back off, Steve. He's got something special on the day of, and I hear you've been giving him crap about it. So back <laughs> off. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um, Steve doesn't even listen to his own show, <laughs> our own show. No, and, and like these things have been absolutely uh, 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 like tremendously fun to attend. So like I don't think we can encourage anyone enough because even Tito's going to be involved this year. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. So you okay? Well, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh,
2: no, I uh, uh, Matt uh, approached me towards the end of 2014 and kind of <laughs> said if I was interested in in shooting uh, TEDx this year. And I was like, oh, I'm not too sure. Uh, and then uh, I, we, he he had me think on it, and so I looked at a couple of TED uh, videos, and I was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah we yeah. asked you for a proposal we put out proposals and Yeah, yeah. so
2: I mean uh, I, I really appreciate the um uh you you guys coming to me about it and stuff and uh uh it, it's a really good opportunity for um I mean part of uh part of what we do with the YMMFMA is just kind of um we try to do a bit of mentorship and I'm not saying that this is mentorship for the people that are involved because honestly um uh Sean McKillen uh is is uh is one of the videographers, and he's actually got more experience than I have. Uh, but uh, Steve Reeve definitely is someone who who uh, he's be, he's become pretty good at editing, and his vi- his videography is getting. I mean, he's been making videos uh, for oh, yeah. a while, right? So, and I mean, what he is, made this, uh, I think barely yeah. the public might not know about this. So it's one thing
0: I want them to talk about on the show one of these days. is yeah. the, the so, one he made in the in the in the last video store he
2: worked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it I mean, it. it, it it's pretty straightforward, honestly. <laughs> but I mean, it's just uh, yeah. I, I don't know what you <laughs> want me to talk top. about. It. I mean, but the don't know. the, you're the, uh, be a part
0: of the other cool. yeah.
2: But I mean, uh, the the other aspect of it is um, um, just the the retrospective we did the, yep. the year prior, and yeah, I was, yeah, was going to comment. on I, that I think that honestly is more worthy of speaking about because that I actually I got a lot out of that one. That was really I'll fun. never forget yeah.
0: that one when Matt approached me on uh, doing yeah. that retrospective. There uh, we're going yeah. back a few years ago now, and the way you compared it, on the never forget. You're like, I want quality, Todd. I'm like, okay, yeah, quality. I'm pretty sure Tito's got quality <laughs> down. You're like, no, no, I want like Arkham Rising quality. <laughs> <laughs> and the way you expe- explained it like that, I'm like Arkham Rising quality, cool. You compared it to one of our own videos.
2: Um, yeah, I, no, I, uh, ask me absolutely. Ask me after the event, because uh, honestly, I probably like what. What I'm actually going to be interested in is being the fly on the wall, recording the event. Right, mm. is. Uh, how it, because there is an observer effect. I'm in the middle of shooting a documentary right now. You're in work mode, and yeah. and one of the one of the interesting things is I get more out of just watching the the uh, cast and crew of Cabaret working than I do doing the interviews. Because mm. in the interviews you're thinking about how do I answer this and such. Absolutely. But actually, when they're going through the rehearsals, there's more. Mu- there's a, a little bit of a preview of what's going on. Um, they were doing cue-to-cue, Q Q. first day of cue-to-cue, Q Q, and what that is is there's the lighting checks of, of where the lighting cues are going to be during the performance, and they did the first number, and there's this really magical moment where they're done, and I kid you not, uh, Steph had tears on her face because she was so happy, and then when the lights went on, I noticed it. I guess it never happens. First time doing a run of the first musical number, they didn't have to stop. She nailed it on the first try. Mm. And that is just something wow. that, like, I was fortunate enough to capture it on camera because I was just shooting, right? Mm. And, and so sure enough, we got it and she was just over the moon about how they, they, she nailed it and afterwards I asked her I was like so what's up because I'm, I'm watching she's like that never happens and sure enough as we moved mm. on they started doing the stops and stuff so and I mean it, what I'm getting at is like there's that magic in that moment so the idea is that part of what we're sh- you know we're shooting the events yeah. but I mean the, um, the idea is that these talks the observation of the talks is going to be there's you know will that translate to the video and I think it will I mean depending on the speakers and I'm sure they're very engaging speakers that that'll I mean I've I've seen TED talks that have really um, uh, inspired me right yeah. So, yeah well this is where I'm um, I might edit this part out but
0: we'll figure it out this is where I'm very heavily reliant on you is because I won't be and uh, I'm unable to attend this year so. what yeah, I'm working night shifts oh yeah. so, so and, lame. but. I got I, I just hold the VIP social media contest, and you're gonna see me kick that in the gear because I want that X.
1: <laughs>
0: awesome! So yeah. I'll uh, I'll be doing whatever I can to get to that. Where are you X, gonna put it? Is but, it
2: the big one or the small one? Uh, I don't
1: care either one. The big. Uh, giant X I'll I'm take both. Actually, actually, I have an X with me in the car. I'm meant I to bring it gonna in. bring it in. Yeah, yeah. So can we I will. Get a so, shot yeah, after? yeah, absolutely.
0: The uh, but I want I want. I'm guessing that's what the, supra- X, the special X prize. I'm guessing what that is. Know. But I want that. I want that X. So I'll be doing. Uh, but again, but no, I'm very actually bummed that I won't be able to... We also
1: uh, we also have special lanyards that the uh, VIPs are going to wear. Oh, shit. He I lives it, for uh, that shit. For
2: he loves lanyards. It's funny. We do
0: stuff,
1: oh. and
2: I'm like, I'm going to throw my lanyard. And he's like, what? Why would you throw that out? Yeah, I might just quit work. So you can you <laughs> please find me a job in Calgary? When <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm looking for
0: my own job. Yeah. Yeah. Can we touch on that, or do you want to keep that secret? Yeah, we can touch on that for You're sure. even the community, man. Yeah, that, it's actually heartbreaking because... To me, you have been and, and and always probably shall like you were one of the the very, very big spokesmen of of whole the was it the that was called the YMM movement that someone was like I think that's dying down and we'll mm. we'll probably touch on that later but you, to me yeah. you you were right up there man and yeah well I mean it, about you gave it the big fuck you and you're disabandoned yeah, <laughs> right. drop the mic <laughs> on me. the sinking ship man <laughs> absolutely no yeah. North Side Rec Center <laughs>
3: boom yeah
0: um Uh, no uh, but life calls i guess eh
1: yeah so no yeah it's it's i mean we've been here nine years next we've been here nine years on the 14th and um, valentine's day yeah 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 valentine's day and um yeah you know uh, my wife is just amazing um and um she she got a promotion about a year ago and she's basically been commuting to calgary ever since and that um and that totally sucks Mm -hmm. and uh you know it's it it just doesn't make sense, so mm-hmm. we we decided to be relocated to Calgary, so mm-hmm. um yeah we'll be we'll be leaving shortly, and you know textville McMurray you know someone said, oh it's a, it'll kind of be your swan song like yeah, it's gonna be my last sort of big um big event here in so, town so in. I mean oh, but
2: here's the thing though, uh sustainability, so what happens to TED uh, right
1: of my mouth yeah so so we <laughs> it's coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, Calgary already has two TEDx organizations. They have TEDx Calgary and they have TEDx YYC. Oh, and, that's right, too. Yeah, I, it changes by the name. I are they in yeah. competition with each other? Perhaps. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's and, weird. And so you got two contracts? <laughs> apparently, TEDx Calgary has dibs on me. But uh, yeah. um, no. So, I mean, that, 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 that is a question, right? Um, but you know what? These things are bigger than one person. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a you know, great team of people that pulled this off um we've gone through some amazing struggles this year with respect to timing and actual members in the committee we've had quite a bit of turnover and um you know we've we've been able to tackle that um i'm more than happy to help support tedx Fort mcmurray from afar as much mm-hmm. as you know I can. I can and i'm i would l- there's two events that i want to come up every year for and one is Exhort McMurray, and the other one um, is the Film Festival. No. no I was <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Film Festival. Film Festival. Hope Festival. in the Dark. I, I love Hope in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been to every one of those. And um, I, you know, if I can, I'd really like to come back up for those too. But, um, so, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really trying to see um, who on the current committee has both you know, the, the ability as well as the time. Mm-hmm. And that that is the, the tough second part. thing
0: you said is going to be the absolute yeah. critical part. So
1: so anyone listening that is a huge fan of TEDx Fort McMurray if you're interested in joining the organizing committee you let somebody know and we would love to chat with you because we Hashtag would love to bring TEDx in YMM.
2: <laughs> I think the key to that is uh always comes down to the um inspiring others right giving them the um obviously mentoring and developing but like if that spark of inspiration of of I want to do this because doesn't exist. It's tough, and it's interesting because we've had this discussion too about stuff like the Filmmakers Association and the Film Festival in particular. And uh, it's just the legacy. Todd, Todd, you're very much like they'll take the Film Festival from my cold dead hands, and I'm very much like the sustainability of that Film Festival is if it can run without us here. Absolutely, and it's, and it's not a it's not a I want to let it go thing. It's a it it becomes something we created when we don't need to hold it up, yeah.
3: right? No, it's it's right like it's one.
2: when you're building, you know, when you're stacking cards. I just don't like that. It. That that, that <sighs> your little card fort isn't yeah. done until you let go and it can stand on its own, right? Yeah. If it falls apart, so <laughs> yeah. and you you have a hard time letting go. Man, Uh-oh. it's gonna be tough when Kingston goes off for college. Uh, let's not even talk about
0: that.
3: Oh, my that baby.
1: <laughs>
2: I, well, it's,
0: it's you, you mold something and you have it to your certain standards, like I'll tell you right now, even Matt, when, and it will, TEDx will continue in TEDx 2016, as much as you probably don't want to, you will look at it with a different perspective because it's something that you yeah. created, right, with the yeah. help of many, many people. Of course, but you, you know what I mean? It's always yeah. going to be that skewed view. And anyone's going to have that. Like, y- As much as you sit there and, and mock me for my not wanting to uh, or, or not believing in giving up uh, something you've created if we don't have to, you do the exact same thing with film projects. You look at it with such a different perspective and such a, such a different view, where I'm sitting there with the stupidest grin on my face going, This is the most amazing thing I ever created. And you're like, Oh, it's a piece of shit because of this, 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 this. this. Well, no,
2: it's, it's not, it's a piece of shit. It's, of I, course, it I, I, I let it, yeah. At some point, you let it go, right? And and that's the thing. It's like uh, I have a very I wouldn't say easy, but there's there's um, a, a point in that process where because I've 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 been I've done that before. I've sabotaged myself where I just keep going back to the work. I mean, the greatest uh, example that I can always draw to is George Lucas and uh, the Star Wars, the original Star Wars movies. He basically went back and kept editing and changing them until people just fucking can't stand it anymore yeah. with all the changes but I mean like uh, a great do they, example do they
0: can't stand it
2: they, they complain about it but they still pay <laughs> well but that's the thing at that point it, it's no longer his it belongs to everyone else so mm. I mean it, same it's thing with, with the films we work on I mean uh, at one point at some point like cover stop stop being mine and it just became whatever it is, and people can judge it for what it is. But I'm already moving on to the next thing, right? And no one can there's take heavy, away no thing. one can take away the fact that we made it, right? And they can complain or say whatever they uh, what their feelings towards the film are. But at, <laughs> but at that point, we're already moving on to the next thing, right? And there's nothing bad in that. One
0: person in particular. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, I mean, it, it, I think that's really like. Um, it's different you 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 look at something like this is my phone you know what i mean like this is a piece of possession of my phone but you're not defined by that phone no it's you're defined by what you contribute right so it's no, true yeah but back to the start of this very sad the sea leaves oh. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it, like if if you look at it like uh, what you've contributed to the community i mean this it, it's just it's interesting because people, they there's a very skewed uh, version of like, oh, when someone leaves, they they've given up the community and stuff like that's that's a bad way of looking at it, mm. and that that's reflective of that individual's no, uh, I don't think so. against uh, that's reflective of the individual who said it more than the individual who's leaving. Is the thing is you got to do what is right for you and your life, right? I right. mean, and and wherever that journey takes you. You know, it'll take you where uh, where that where that destination is. It's, it's interesting because you know the YMM podcast. We're always going to be the YMM podcast. We're always going to be here and stuff. But I think there's like a real possibility that you know, and I'm not saying it's going to ever end. It's just that we're joining Matt. Dan yeah, yeah, Calgary. no, no. It, it's just a, it's just if you limit yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's never going to be more than sure. what it is. Yeah, right. Well,
0: that's just like this journey that I'm just beginning and well I don't want to say just beginning hell I started it last summer and we've, yeah. we've touched on it a bit on the podcast and I'm sure we'll touch on it more so later it's just the more I'm finding the more you have the more in my life that I prioritize and as much as I'd like to think I would champion for McBurray and I, it, it definitely is the one of the, my higher priorities it's definitely not even close to being the highest and if my highest priority which is sitting in that bedroom right now that's uh, seven years old if if because of him I got to move somewhere sad yes but not near a second thought about not doing it mm. yeah and to me like as soon as you, like not having your wife with you and have the ability to commute back and forth not no it, it's it's not even a question and, and not that i'm saying anyone would but anyone that sits there and goes oh well you anyone that leaves for mcmurray has failed or has given up not a, not a fucking chance because circumstances, there is much more that value that person value in life than where they.
2: Well, it, look back on uh, what we were just talking about—the commuters and such. You've, uh, I mean, essentially, uh, Matt, you're an ambassador of this community. Uh, it, wherever you go, right? Mm-hmm. So that that is really like the the legacy that is left behind is that what the events that you did, what what you contribute to the community, but also how you speak of the community once you leave, right? And sure. good or bad, I mean, it is it is going to be become mm-hmm. part of how, what people how people perceive the Absolutely. area, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, it, it's, it's it's been funny because so we we started looking for houses, I don't know, September mm-hmm. really down there. And um, houses or condos. And, um, you know, as soon as we mentioned to someone that, you know, we're moving from Fort McMurray down to Calgary, it's like, congratulations. Like, <laughs> they show you that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, and then I get all defensive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Kind of like, you know what? It has been awesome for us. We've yeah, been up yeah. there almost nine years. We've been able to redevelop, you know, ourselves from a professional and a personal perspective, yeah. mm-hmm. made some amazing friends, been given so many different opportunities You know, I just kind of want to smack them up the side of the head. (laughs) But that's not how you, you know, make friends and influence people. um, (laughs) No, you're right. And there's certain ways to say things. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but yeah, I mean, you you rest assured I'm going to be, I'll have a megaphone and yeah. Absolutely, talking up all the all the great things. Yeah, and I mean, uh, but in realistic. Viral sense.
2: Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Don't. Right? It's interesting because there's that other extreme side where you just look at it's unicorns right? and yeah. it's, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, and a lot. I mean, there's there's people like that in Edmonton and in Calgary too. The like the. I mean, uh, what is it? the The mayor of Calgary is is considered a Canadian hero at this point. Totally, he, like he's, he's a world, he's gonna world hero. He's going to have songs
1: man. written about him. Yeah, he's going to be led like. I forget. want him on the
2: podcast. I need to speak to this guy.
0: I
1: need that, to
2: interview. then Your opportunity is at the Calgary Expo because he's a big supporter of that, hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was... I, in, I want to talk
0: yeah. to... Like, Bakaneshi, like,
2: I need to speak to
0: this guy. I think he's absolutely incredible, and I just want to hear more of him. Because, you know, he, like, he's not, like, being a mayor of a city, it's not like Voted regular...
1: world's best mayor yes, for 2014.
0: And, yeah. But it's not like regular politicians right. where you get... Like, I can listen to... I love listening to Obama speak, but I can do that on a regular basis. Right. Like, right. listen to his speeches. Like, like the one uh, on his... In the 2008, I think, he got elected the first go-around. Anyway, it was the first his first campaign, a presidential campaign, yeah. is one I really enjoyed, going back and listening to all the speeches. You can't really do that for a Canadian mayor. Mm-hmm. And I want to with this. Mm-hmm. Like I want to hear him speak more. I want to listen to his policies. Well, he, he had a thoughts, great right?
1: speech that he did um, with respect to, I forget what bill it is. I can't but, find these online. But, like, oh, so if you do a search, I forget the, the bill name, but it, it's about... C10, wasn't it? Um, is that the one about... Um, the gay... Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so he, he was B10, speaking at some... Uh, function and he started talking about that. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. It made the rounds on Facebook and it, it I was never, really, okay. little really bit dig a it bit of a little bit of a little bit to a little bit of a little but you, I mean, we, Shelly and I, we've we we've bit of a little a part of the community up here. Um, we've spent a lot of time supporting different organizations. Absolutely. and um, you know, i a got a soft spot in my heart for uh, the Fort McMurray United Way which I was involved with, and you know, we're we're really going to miss all that, and obviously, yeah. TEDx, and and this seeing how you guys have totally blossomed into, you know, you called it the Justice League, sort yeah. of, a, you know, and it totally is, um, except I don't think you have an Aquaman. I, I think, <laughs> you know, um, so uh, you know, it, it's just awesome to to see, and yeah, we've had. Quite a few, I would say, influencers leave the leave the area recently, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Um, and um, just makes room for the new ones. It absolutely does. When when we first came, I oh, I should really post it. I found my first blog post that I posted in two thousand six when we moved up here, and um, just looking back to how messed up I thought this town was. Wow! And you know, because you couldn't. It was two thousand six. It was like February, March, and it was like I needed a different. Um, currency to come up here like I felt I was in a different country, just because mm-hmm. the boom was going like crazy yeah. and um but so it's really interesting to see how my perspective has changed in the past nine years mm-hmm. um but you're gonna have newcomers come in, and as long as they start to get in touch with folks that are engaged in some pretty amazing things mm-hmm. they're they're gonna come along, but mm-hmm. those opportun- opportunities need to be there. And they need to be spoken about, and you know yeah, people absolutely. need to, to be said. You know what? Don't keep going to the bars. Yeah. If you want to meet new people, you volunteer. There's amazing things to happen out here. Yeah, yeah. and
2: and uh, I, I for one think that Calgary is going to be very lucky to have you too. Especially if you're as involved in their community as you were with ours. Yeah, the, yeah there's some good stuff that's going to come out of Calgary. We'll see. The uh,
0: technically,
1: then. I was born there, so some good yeah. stuff already did. Oh, there you go. The,
0: there you go.
2: See.
1: Thought you
0: were Bit a BC guy?
1: No, born born in Calgary, and then when I was one, we moved overseas for a bunch oh, of okay. years, and then came back to junior high, high school, in Calgary. Then went out to Victoria for ten years. That's where I met Shelley. You
2: should get involved with uh, uh, Calgary Expo. <laughs> yeah, you
0: could. Well, we're down yeah. there in April, so it's, hopefully we yeah. see uh, Maddie down there as well. So. Get us those
3: exclusives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, any thoughts of like top five Fort Mac moments?
1: Holy. Fucking five? Uh, okay, <laughs> so, so two of them are TEDx Fort McMurray. Yeah. So so there there have been three awesome days in my life that I'm so proud of, mm-hmm. um, and uh, two of them are TEDx Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some of the best days of my life. They're brutal and difficult, but so much fun and just amazing. I don't think
0: we've clarified. Matt MCs these events, just for
1: yeah. anyone that's wanting to know. <laughs> I don't think we actually said that. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm actually going to miss that. I really enjoy MCing these events. Mm. Um, anyway, other um, top moments. Man, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I did say that I've, I've really enjoyed the um, the the Hope in the Dark event for mm-hmm. um, the um, Center of Hope, mm-hmm. uh, which is where you get to go out and you get to choose to be homeless for a night. Yep. And um, I think our first year I was one of, I don't know, maybe 10 people maybe out there, and you had to hunt for bottles for not only food but also toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And um, so well, that was. was or keep talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I've never. Uh, maybe I should
2: attend this year. Hope in the dark. It's cool. Yeah, I hear it's. I
1: yeah. I, I, I take a, a pillow and then I have an orange tarp, and that's all yeah. I sleep in. Well, in
3: my sleeping yeah. bag. Did they have
1: that last year? Or that?
2: Yeah, too. Okay. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know, no, I've, heard, I've heard really good things about it.
1: Alright, sorry. Okay. Yeah. so I mean Hope in the Dark is an amazing event. Is that the third one? Well all No of, you didn't Yeah, right, so yeah. Okay. Some, the the third top five, I guess you're yeah, yeah. you're saying. And now you're really putting him on the spot for the <laughs> yeah. other ones. Um, uh, but, Matt was um, actually
0: there for the very first uh, Interplay Film Festival. I remember. Uh, I think that man. was the. F- no, I think we knew each other before then, but I think that was one of the first times we met face to face. Yeah, I think. I remember so. Remember the yeah. tweet ups? I'll never forget your tweet. I'm, I'm pitching it right now. Where the, I think one of the first tweet ups was at the burger bar in Anzac, which was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, your tweet. Did that th- is that place still open? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never been to it. One of the best yeah. burgers in, in, in the region is what I'm being told. I've never hmm. been there. In a, like I've been there when I was a kid, but I've been a long time. Yeah. But I remember Matt's tweet was, uh, going to my first tweet up, uh, my wife knows where I am, so no one's trying to funny. or something yeah. like that. I yeah, like, I can, this guy's got humor yeah. right on.
1: Well, I mean, I remember the, the first tweet up I ever went to, um, this must have been 2009, I think. Maybe it was early 2010. Yeah. And it was Mike Allen and John Tupper, and we met down at um, – is it Alexander's? Yeah. What's that pub in right Merib? across from – yeah. Yeah, Alexander's. Yeah, Alexander's. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, but um, it was really interesting to kind of discover people using social media mm-hmm. kind of early on. Look, in, look right? at where we are
2: now with the geotech and <laughs> where you guys were back then, right? Absolutely. In nine short years. Oh, no, yeah. That's Skynet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason why I joined Twitter
0: yeah. was for WestJet contests. And like I said, it's definitely a podcast I want to do, but like the fall – or the change, I guess, of, of yeah. Twitter and chat. Well, maybe
2: that – and the thing is maybe I've, – I've given it a lot of thought. And if people are talking, oh, well, the YMM group doesn't get together as much and stuff. I, I People, they, they think that things have to stay – at a certain place forever, and that's going to be the status quo. But things change. Relationships evolve. change. You meet new people, people move, and all that stuff. But uh, one of the interesting things, I'm like, maybe maybe there's groups meeting right now that we're not aware of. It's just they're meeting through different avenues absolutely,
1: and stuff. Absolutely, right? though. Tinder. The per- y <laughs> Urban <laughs> Professionals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah the up
0: group. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, so,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: the, uh, well, that's
1: three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first time I was ever on YMN podcast. There you go. There you go. Yeah. See? That was that was pretty cool. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Oh, uh, so you get four. The, you I get four. four? Top four. Yeah. Well, let's bring it back. Uh, let's let's bring it back into TEDx 2015. Yeah. It's Saturday, February 21st. Yep. Yeah. Doors open 7:30. Show starts at 8:30. Yeah. Tickets on sale now. Tickets on
1: sale. Seventy five dollars. You don't have to apply like you did in previous years. And I'll tell you, it's seventy five dollars. You're getting a, lunch, a huge discount. A whole Our, We are so lucky to have these amazing sponsors to support us that, um, I don't know, I mean, last year people were saying they would have paid $200, $250 for their ticket for the day because it was that good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, feel free. Uh, get a ticket. Um, you, if you want, you can sign up to become a VIP. That's a social media contest we're offering right now. Um, but you have to buy a ticket and sign your social media feeds up for, uh, for that. For those hmm. explosive and fist your, bumps, your,
0: your, yeah, I love a uh, actual listed benefit is explosive fist bumps. So the day's host met you, and fucking awesome. <laughs> we had a
1: reply back from one of the um, one of the directors from one of the radio stations, laughing. Oh, really? Uh, about that? Just that in quotes? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a,
0: yeah. it's valuable, man. The dude's leaving town, so there's limited time offers, <laughs> right? Uh, but you're gonna have to be competing with me for the social media contest because Ashley's want, got a
1: pretty I healthy want, lead. I gotta say, I want so that far.
2: X. So what are, are you? Are you are you going to run for council? <laughs> I'm just changing topics now. You <laughs> can't put me on the spot like that, Tina. Jesus, I really hate this this foreplay thing you do all the time. Why? It's re- no, because we know you're, you're not, f- not going to run. You're not, not going to run. You're just what? You're not a foreplay fan. I'm, not a-, I'm not a fan of the way you do it. <laughs> <laughs> all and the, all this these interviews over all, exactly. all these years,
0: <laughs> I never knew.
2: Yeah, No. find out. Oh my god! I already know the answer. Just shit off, shit or get off the pot, really. Well, if you already know the answer, why is it bugging you so much? It's bugging me because there's a lot of people that have been asking the question, and I just want to give them an answer already. And they're like, "Well, Todd isn't said that." I'm like, "Yeah, he's not gonna fucking run."
3: <laughs> he
2: has me all figured
0: out. Yeah, you'll see. You'll find out uh, uh. on this live on the live feed that we're going to do the live podcast. I'm just kidding. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
2: Are we done? Yes. Yeah, Any sir, final thoughts? Funny. Uh, final thoughts. Um, sorry, sorry to have you leave the community, Matt. Hmm. But um, again, you've never really, you never really leave the community. And uh, I, yeah, to reiterate what I said earlier, um, C- uh, Calgary is going to be very lucky to have you awesome in thanks. regards to involved in, uh, involved in their community and
1: all that. So looking forward to it. Yeah. Final thoughts, sir. No, in general, hey, TEDx in general. Thanks for Calgary? having me on, man. I'll, I'll tell you, TEDx Fort McMurray is going to be an awesome day. So. Um, If uh, you've been to one before, you know what you're getting yourself into. If you haven't, do yourself and your brain a favor. Come on down. uh, Run. Don't walk to your computer. You can also buy tickets in person at the um, Holy Trinity um, at the Suncor Energy Energy Center for the Performing Arts box office. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a blast, I guarantee you. No, absolutely.
0: Like I said, I, I went into 2012 not knowing what to expect, uh, and 2013 just upped the bar.
1: I, was it the first year you were like tweeting me that my mic was still on and I was backstage? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I think that's the fun part of the events. Like, it, like to me, I totally that's get all lie, right? I totally like, get yeah. the quality, and I think like. There's You can still have quality and you still have the fun little quakes and foibles, right? Like yeah. you, Matt, didn't uh, listen to the past <laughs> podcast where you'll hear Matt fucking swear his ass off when we did the post podcast about forgetting Kevin Scoble's name because oh. that was fucking funny. Because I've never seen a blank, I've never seen just empty. You were searching and there was uh, nothing there. There's there. <laughs> nothing there. Like
1: I'd, I had one hour of sleep the night before <laughs> and I remember Mike DeRoche kind of like yelling out from the audience. He's and in then the front you, row. And then you too <laughs> just yelling. I had the thing in front of me. me. I, I,
0: the, I had the book in front of me, so I was ready to go. But yeah, and to me, like I said, those don't those don't interrupt the, to me the quality no. of, of a programming I mean, to me that just adds to the experience. You to know, it. we've been. Hey, s- guess what? These people have been fucking practicing hard as hell for the last what four or five months. Yeah, they're still human. Yeah, absolutely. We're all still yeah. fucking human,
1: right? But we're, we've been so lucky that we haven't actually had. Like a huge technical issue. No,
0: every event went by smooth. They look yeah. amazing. There's great ambiance to it. Like, you guys really deck out the theater with the whole lights and, and the nine yards. Like, I'm trying to remember what last year's was.
1: We had a pretty complicated stage last year. It was like the bookcase thing, bookcase that thing the which back. turned yeah, yeah, digital yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, across yeah. the stage. But um, yeah. this year, we're going to be a little more um, low key. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know where we're, we're going to just allow our presenters to shine. So and
0: that's and that's the that's the show right there. Yep. So. yep. No. Uh, TEDx Fort McMurray. Anyone who hasn't been definitely needs to go. Tickets are now on sale. TEDxFortMcMurray.com uh, Matt and I just echo Tito's thoughts. Very sorry. I think YMM is losing a very key member of of our growth of the last four years uh, and our growth as the YMM podcast as well. So good luck in Calgary, sir. Definitely stay in touch.
2: Uh, we look forward
0: to you coming will. back. Hopefully, we'll get you. Or are you going to be attending
2: awesome? uh, Calgary Expo this year?
1: I might if you do we're we're gonna be down there so we should get together for a podcast we should we definitely should cosplay and get in our video too Mm. I I really should yeah yeah. be Arthur that's what I've always wanted to be not be Arthur from that'd be amazing if you're be Arthur from Golden
3: Girls
2: (laughs) oh man oh man all right we're gonna end it there so
0: on behalf of Steven Ash for this episode of the YMN podcast I'm Toski I'm Tito I'm Matt. We'll see you next time. The YMM Podcast. A T-Man Entertainment Production in association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find out more at ymmpodcast.com.